Yo, 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 what's going, guys? It's Between the Pitch Podcast. It's been a while, man. A lot of stuff's been happening in the world of football. But club football is back. The Premier League is in full. But, man, I, I want to talk about my boy Gareth Bell first, man. So, Gareth Bell retired uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, damn, like, it's, it's mixed emotions. Because, like, a lot of people, some people are hating on Gareth Bell. They're saying his career is kind of... Uh, underwhelming and like I don't know I wouldn't I wouldn't really agree with that because look at look at his resume he's won five Champions League it's like he's, he's a legend in the game like I get it like at a certain point it seems like he didn't he doesn't really love the game because all the injuries start happening and sometimes inconsistency with Madrid but he's won five Champions League and like you know a couple of them he was a big part of it big part of it in the twenty fourteen against Atletico, like he was he was playing really well. He had a pretty good season. And he, he actually scored the game winner. Like obviously they went on to like score a couple more, Marcelo and Ronaldo. But he scored the header, the game winner. And that run against Barcelona in the Copa del Rey, whew, that's a legendary. Like that highlight will always be legendary. Like the way he took up like he went that run that he went on pretty much ended Mark Barta's career. Like nobody even like that's all he'll be remembered for, Mark Barta. So, my boy Gareth Bell, like, put some respect on his name, man. That dude's a legend. He's a legend in this game. Five Champions League. And, like, one of the most clutch players ever, man. Like, he'll, like, he had some some bad seasons at Real Madrid. But in the big moments, when he was necessary, he always came clutch. Like I said, in the Copa del Rey final, in the Champions League final, that bicycle kick, against Liverpool, well, like, I hate Madrid, man, I was doing it for Liverpool, even though I'm a Manchester United fan, but I hate Madrid, that's the team I hate the most, but, oof, that bicycle kick, man, can't even deny it, even Zidane, couldn't believe it, that one was amazing, so, like, Gareth Bale always had a, so, he always showed up in the clutch moment, man, he's arguably one of the clutchest players ever, and then he even did it in the MLS when he was playing for LAFC, like, he basically didn't do anything in the MLS because he was injured and, like, he wasn't playing well. But in the big moment when they needed him, in the extra time, down 2-3, and that that, that that header that he made, that's Gareth Bell for you. Like, he got injured a lot later in his career. Inconsistency when he was in Madrid. Like, like the Madrid fans not really like him because he didn't really speak Spanish. And, like, that flag that he had, where else golf and Madrid in that order. It was funny, but you can't be doing that. So, but, hey, give my man his flowers, man. He's a legend. Probably British greatest export, man. That dude's a legend. So, hey, enjoy retirement, Gareth Bell. Now you can focus on playing golf. But uh, now I want to talk about the Premier League, man. Ooh, the season's been crazy. Arsenal, man, Arsenal on top, top of the top of the table right now. With uh, what was it? They have fifty points, and Manchester City has forty five. But they have a game in hand, so it could be eight points. So, hey, like I think this is their 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 season, man. Like they've been in some really close games, but they're they're finding ways to win. They're just they're like reminding me of the 2019-20 Liverpool season when they won the Premier League. Like, they were really clutch. And that's what you have to do if you want to win the Premier League. Like, in a tight race, you got to be clutch. 
Like just look at Man City last year. They they almost they almost lost it against Aston Villa, but because they were down two zero. But then a hey, that clutch moment came, last game, and they they won it. Barely beat Liverpool for the trophy. So if you want to win the Premier League, you gotta be clutch. And Arsenal has been finding ways to do that right now, man. Like that game against Manchester United, like. See, okay, I'm a Manchester United fan. Like, man, I'm, I root for Manchester United, but, like, it's been, it's been tough seasons for us, man. Like, since Alex Ferguson left, we had David Moyes, Van Hal, but, like, damn, I thought Van Hal was going to lead us. Then Marino, like, Marino, like, his run gets, like, because obviously we didn't win the Premier League, and he did spend quite a few, but, hey, he won us the Europa League and the Carabao Cup, like, with that Manchester United team that we had, like, it wasn't really good. He did the best he could, and we finished second at a certain point too. So, but yeah, it's been it's been bad years, and then after after Marino, we had Ali. Uh, it was like uh, we had our moments, but now it feels like Manchester United are turning the tide with Eric Ten Hag. So it's like the team is looking good, and it's like we're building, and now like now we're fourth. Like Manchester United, we're in fourth place, and it's like wow, I didn't expect us to be like at this moment. Like at a certain point, we were like. Kind of, not really in the title race. After we beat City, and yes, that goal did count. It wasn't offsides. Marcus Rashford having the season of his life. But yeah, when we beat Man City, we were like, ah, okay. Maybe Manchester United is in the title race. But then we had that draw against Crystal Palace. And then we lost to uh, Arsenal. But yeah, talking about the Arsenal game, like, whoa. That was like... I was like, what a game of football that was. Like, what a game. But, like, Arsenal, like, so that's like I said, you gotta, like, if you wanna win the Premier League, you gotta find a way to win. And they found a way to win against a really, like, a really good Manchester United team. Like, even though, like, they didn't, we didn't have Casimero, because he got suspended for getting that yellow against Crystal Palace. But, hey, shout out to Arsenal, man. Like, so, like, like I'm saying, like, I hate Man City. Like, Madrid. And Man City are the teams I hate the most. I think I said Madrid. I hate Madrid the most. But it's actually City. I hate Man City the most. So it's Man City, then Madrid. So, man, like, I'll root for any team, any team that can, like, beat Man City, man. Because uh, I just hate their dominance, man. I just don't like Man City. They're like that stepbrother making, like, that noise. I mean, they've been better than Manchester United in this decade. So, well, for... I don't know how past how many years, like 10 years now. They've been better. They've been a better Manchester club. And, like, I just hate that, man. To me, I, like, I feel embarrassed as a Manchester United fan. It's like, wow. Man City's, like, the best team in the league. It's like, because when I started watching, like, uh, football, soccer, Manchester City, like, they're irrelevant. Like, it's like, no one even thought about Man City. But then when they got the Saudi money, they started making, like, good deals. And they're club is really well run they got good people dealing with the transfer the scouting and obviously they got Pep Guardiola like a legendary coach so like Man City feel like yeah I hate Man City with a passion I'll root for any team to beat City like the past couple years it's been Liverpool like I know I'm supposed to hate Liverpool as a Manchester United fan but I don't like because Jurgen Club is my favorite coach and they have Salah Trent Alexander-Arnold, and, like, they used to have Mane, and, like, I'm from Senegal, so obviously I'm a root for Mane. But, yeah, but it's, like, so right now, it's Arsenal. Because I know, like, Manchester United, we're not going to win. So, like, during that game, I was like, damn, 
like, especially now that we're up at a certain point, I'm like, damn, I kind of like, like, it'll suck if, like, I'll be happy, but it'll suck if Manchester United wins and costs Arsenal a chance and then gives Man City a chance to win. So I was just like, damn, but like, hey, what a game. And Arsenal find a way to win and they're still top of the league. So that's a good thing, man. That's a really good thing. We're in for like a good, we're in for a good season. Because Man City is not going away. Man City not looking good. And Newcastle, I forgot about Newcastle. They're, they're in third place right now, tied with uh, Manchester United in points. Ooh, Newcastle looking good. And remember, Newcastle getting that money too, that Saudi Arabia money. So, And they haven't really like been spending that much too though. Like imagine Newcastle in the Champions League with Champions League money. Like the league, like the league is shifting. Like Newcastle's about to be a big player, cause they already like play really well. Got a good coach, couple good players. Like I imagine if they like get a couple more like better players. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be scary hours in the Premier League. So it'll be really interesting going forward. And then look, well, who else do we have? We have Liverpool's been struggling this season, man. Like it's just not their season. Like. That that Mane like Mane left in the summer went to Bayern, then they signed Darwin Nunes. So you're like okay, like so like Liverpool, what they're ten, they're in ninth place right now, the table. But like oh, it's like damn, you think they're gonna? Nah, I don't I don't think so. I think the top four is gonna be between Arsenal obviously, Man City, Newcastle, Manchester United, Tottenham, Brighton sixth place, and Fulham's in seven. Ooh, Brentford. Liverpool nine, like Liverpool definitely get one of those Europa places. And you never know, like Liverpool's they're still in the Champions League, so they could make a noise and like win it. Maybe they'll win it all. But yeah, the Premier League is looking good. Chelsea's in tenth place. It's like wow, Chelsea, all that money they spent in the summer, then they fired Tuchel, and now they're still spending in the in the winter because they already signed Mudrik to a hundred million. And like damn, I didn't like that transfer. Because I wanted Mudrik to go to Arsenal. I feel like that would have been a better fit for him. But it's like, Chelsea, like, what are y'all doing? Like, they spent $100 million on Mudrik. And it's like, are y'all even, like, doing y'all's research? I'm like, did y'all really scout this guy? To, like, or, like, he came in, like, in y'all's radar, like, when Arsenal wanted him. And it's like, feels like Chelsea, like, they're, they're making. I feel like they're, like, going on Twitter, the wall of the Twitter football, and just, like, Oh, Arsenal's interested in this guy. Maybe we should go for him. He should be good if Arsenal wants him. And for the John Felix transfer too, like the loan deal. Feels like uh like they probably saw Manchester United and Arsenal I know wanted him too. They're like, Oh, okay. And like they like just spend a lot of money, like they they'll put more like than like than other teams are willing to go. Cause it's like damn Chelsea, like and it's like the players they're getting, it's like most of them it feels like they don't even like need him. Because it's who they get. They got Mudris. They just signed this other guy from uh, PSV, Maduke, I think that's how you say his name. And it's like, and then how much, like, that one was like 40 million. I'm not sure. I think 40, 50. And it's like they're signing all these wingers. And I think they're getting Nkuku in the summer, too. Like, even Nkuku can play in the wing and, like, as a, as a striker. But it's like, you don't need wingers. You need a holding midfielder. Because that midfield is, uh, like, like, you're really going to rely on Jorginho and Gallagher. Because I know Kante's injured. But it's like, that's not what you need. Because it's like, 
I spent a hundred million on uh, Mujic, and I know like it's an installment. So we're not paying the whole hundred million this season. And I know they wanted Enzo from Benfica. Just won the World Cup with Argentina. Shout out Enzo. And it's like, shouldn't you like? Because I think you see, like he has a release clause, and I think Benfica wanted like the full hundred and twenty, hundred twenty, thirty million. I think hundred twenty. Like, like out the game, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, feel like you can make a, like better negotiation. Like, you could find a way to like pay that hundred twenty. Like, maybe not all this season. But it's like, is this really what you need? But hey, I gotta give him to them. Like that guy Mudrick, he looked good. Like in those thirty five minutes against Liverpool, fast, good touch. Like, like at first I was skeptical. I was like, I don't know if he'll succeed at. Chelsea, but damn, he kind of looks like the real deal, deal man. He was pretty impressive because that game was kind of like, ugh, it was pretty boring. Chelsea was Liverpool last weekend, 0-0. But, like, there wasn't much happening. And when he came in, he was, like, he was making some good runs, some good passes. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he was worth $100 million, but he looked pretty good. I feel like he's already, even though Anthony had had some goals for Manchester United, but, damn, I don't like the $100 million. Fee, it feels like he won't live up to it because it's like, like he wasn't score like he's not a goal scorer like obviously he's only twenty two Anthony I'm talking about he could improve but it's like damn I feel more confident in probably Chelsea paying a hundred million in Modric than us Manchester United spending a hundred million on Anthony but like that's just crazy but like thinking yeah going back on Chelsea it's like the Modric signing I was like do y'all really need this guy like how many wingers do y'all have? Like, y'all have Pulisic, you just signed uh, Jao Felix, even though I think they're going to play Jao Felix as a number nine, false number nine. You have Felix, Hudson Adoy, I think he's still there. You got Havers, I can play on the wing, even I think he plays as a false nine too. But you got Havers, Mount, like, this team, like, Pulisic, I think I said, I don't know if I said Pulisic. But it's like, damn, like, do you really need all these players? And Sterling, I obviously forgot about Sterling. So it's like Chelsea, like you need a holding midfielder, and number nine. I'm like, you really gonna like rely on Obama Yang? Because Obama Yang used to be a beast at Arsenal. Arsenal, Dortmund. I don't really know what he did at Barcelona, but yeah, his run at Arsenal, like he was really good. I'm like, he's not the same guy. Like, he's not the same guy. But I'm like, you're gonna rely on Obama Yang the whole season, like, like this is why like they're in the spot they are in. Like the transfer, it seems like. I don't know if they have a really have a plan. And all these wingers are signing. It's like, bro, what are y'all doing? Like, y'all need a holding midfielder. And a number nine. So, I don't know, man. Like, and I like Pulisic. He needs to leave. Christian Pulisic, he needs to leave Chelsea in the summer. Because, like, you're not going to get any minutes, man. Like, all these players are signing. I'm like, you're not better than Sterling. He should definitely be starting over Mount because I don't really know what Mount like provides, man. Like I don't know what the love is from for Mason Mount. Like even for England, when uh, Gareth Southgate was starting over uh, Foden and even Jack Grealish, like I'm like, what does Mount like offer for you? Like I get he works hard, like he'll make the runs and stuff. Even Gallagher too, but I don't know what they see. Like I don't think Gallagher is a Chelsea type player. Cause I know last season he was playing for. Uh, for Crystal Palace, and he was—he looked really good, but I feel like playing for Chelsea. Obviously, there's levels to this. I like could say, like they're not made to play for Chelsea. 
Mason Mount, I don't know, because I've seen him like do good stuff, but it's like he should not be a starter, honestly. It's like even though Pulisic, like he'll have some good games, inconsistent, and then he'll obviously get always get injured. Like, but he needs to leave, and obviously I think he's gonna leave. Just don't know where he's gonna go. Like maybe uh, Newcastle. Newcastle's probably a good team for him, but then like Newcastle probably gonna be in the Champions League next season. So they're probably gonna spend on other good players too, and it's like, can you like, can you compete with those guys, Pulisic? Because if I was Pulisic, honestly, like, I would like him at least United because they're just the coach, Jesse Marsh, Tyler Adams, and they're probably gonna get Weston McKinney, which is like, wow, that's fucking crazy if they get Weston McKinney, because Weston McKinney is like he's playing for Juventus, and some people are like saying, oh, like he shouldn't make that downgrade, but I feel like, hey, if you at least get Weston McKinney. They have obviously Brendan Harrison, uh, Tyler Adams, Team USA his best player, and then you put in Christian Pulisic with that, like, because I don't think Christian Pulisic is like he should be playing for a top team like that, like Chelsea, United City, uh, in the Spain, Madrid, Barcelona. I could see him in Italy maybe, like AC Milan. Even though AC Milan are like a big team, but. Not play like a big team because they're like what behind Napoli from like fifteen points something like that, but I like him in the Serie A for like uh, AC Milan or uh, Inter Milan, or in Spain for like Sevilla or Valencia team like that. Like where's or like a league that's yeah that's less physical, because it's always getting hurt in the Premier League. But yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see, man. It's really getting really interesting. The transfer window still open. I hope my team Manchester United makes a couple moves, but I don't think so. I don't really see what we can do. Just got Wenkhorst from Netherlands. And you got to shout out Wenkhorst. That goal he made in the in the World Cup, man. Probably put him on the map. But yeah, they signed him on the loan, I think. And Marcus Rashford is balling right now. Ooh. See, I was telling my friends like, uh, last night, I was like, damn. After Manchester United just won in the EFL, the Carabao Cup. 3-0 yesterday, Rashford score, Bruno Fernandes, and Wenko, he got his first goal. So I'm like, damn, is Marcus Rashford top 10 right now? One of my friends said, based on form, yeah. But then I started doing the list, I'm like, ugh, on form, maybe, yeah. But top 10 in the world, it's just too many options, man. Because you got Messi, I'll say Messi is my best player, but some people would say Mbappe, Messi, Benzema, Louis, that's four right there, Kevin De Bruyne, five. Modric six, Neymar still Neymar still I'll say Neymar still step top 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 ten. I don't know if I say Lewandowski, but yeah, that's already like a stack list right there. So it's like, huh? I don't know if top ten, maybe top fifteen, top twenty definitely though. Top twenty definitely. Like he's been looking good. Like I said, Manchester United man, we we back up. We gonna make some noise this season, man. Like we pike like Europa League. We're in the Europa League. We'll see, man. Manchester United, Arsenal. I'm telling y'all, the Premier League, like, we're looking good right now. But yeah, so that's all for today. Watch some more football, and we'll see. I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace.